Hello, my friend, and Happy New Year. I'm Father Stanislaw, and I'm so honored to begin this new year, 2020, with you opening the word that we receive on the feast day of Mary, the Mother of God. Let's open our hearts and minds to receive the word and find out what God wants us to do so that we can advance in our Christian journey. Let us pray. O oh God, who through the fruitful virginity of Blessed Mary bestowed on the human race the grace of eternal salvation, grant, we pray, that we may experience the intercession of her through whom we were found worthy to receive the author of life. Our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel, before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Jesus This is an exciting time. Right? We are right, like in the Christmas season, we realize that we are in between times, between the, the arrival of the Lord that happened 2,000 plus years ago and the coming of the Lord in glory. Just like we are in between two things today, we feel that we are in between two very important dates, right? Technically speaking, we are still in the 2019, but the liturgy is for the Mass of tomorrow, so it's already the next, in the next day, which is the first year, uh, the first day of the new year. So, happy new year. Happy new year. But it's so awesome that we are celebrating this feast today, dedicated to Mary, the mother of God. Because in a way it helps us, I think, to understand what our journey is all about. And especially, I hope, it helps us to position ourselves and therefore, like a compass, we know, having Mary in front of us, we know where we are supposed to be going. This is also the time of the year when new resolutions come out, right? And it's irresistible, the, the, the feeling that we have when we are in front of something completely new. Imagine, like, tomorrow morning we have 365 opportunities to be more ourselves, 
to respond to the will of God. And like Mary, we have ahead of us 365 opportunities to say to the Lord, let it be done to me according to your word. So of course we want to start with the right foot, right? But sometimes, at least in my experience, I every year, I, I spend many years starting new resolutions Okay, this is going to be the year I'm going to be eating healthy and I'm going to go to the gym every day and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do all, you know, I'm going to start praying at six o'clock in the morning. And then, of course, by January the second, <laughs> six o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, I could not even find my glasses. <laughs> like, I just kidding. Where are, what's happening? You know, seven. Yeah, I can even find the book, you know, the breviary. But the six, ooh, it's tough. So, you know, sometimes these things happen. And why is it? It's because sometimes we don't see what the end product should be. We only see the beginning. We don't see the end. But in this liturgy, we realize that the church giving us this wonderful holiday, we have Mary in front of us, and it is she who is telling us how we look like when we say yes to God. She is the one that we can be. Are you with me? She is the one that we can be. That's why she's always in front of us. She's the model of something that is already realized. Now, the path that we are on is exactly the same that Mary had. By grace, by the particular grace, she went through that path and discovered what it means to be filled with grace in a very unique way. But the journey towards God is the same. Because of the spirit of the new resolutions and things, I particularly enjoy the commercials that are on television at this time. Everybody's trying to squeeze in, you know, something for the New Year's resolutions. And some are incredibly funny. You know that they are just pushing, you know, and they have nothing to do with anything, but they, they try to sell as much as they can. And I appreciate the effort, honestly. But I enjoy it. I giggle by myself, so it's fine. Like, for example, some of these commercials, you know, they have these special knives of cutting tools, and they said, this is good for your New Year's resolution because you want to eat uh, healthy and whatever. And you go, really? You think that the knife really will make the difference? <laughs> like, okay, I got the knife. Now it's going to be a healthy year. Okay? <laughs> Watch out. But, and again, it, it, it's always a way of uh, giving you the great deals. I absolutely enjoy those commercials. They start black and white, and then when the product is resolved, is presented, everything is in color, but they, oh, you always hear that voice say, but wait, if you order now, you're gonna get two. <laughs> Yay, okay. But in a way, as I was preparing myself for this liturgy, I had all these things in my mind, and I realized, wait a moment, in a way, the liturgy gives us pretty much the same thing. Mary is presented to us as the model that we can achieve, we can be, and we should be like she is. But that's the first deal, which is pretty good. So at least we know what we are going for. But wait, there is a second deal. Not only Mary is the realization of what Christian life is supposed to be, but Mary also teaches us how to get there. That's a great deal. We don't have to make it up. Our mother 
Heavenly Mother tells us exactly how to live the gospel, tells us exactly how the steps we have to take in order to be another Christ. Isn't it a great deal? But yeah, two for one. But wait, not only Mary tells us who we are supposed to be, not only Mary tells us how to get there, but Mary even and especially intercedes for us, prays for us so that we can get there. No, that's the best thing we can get. Come on. If we have the model, we have the way, we have even the support to get there. All for as a sign that God loves us so much. You don't seem to be as excited as I am, as I was preparing for this, but it's okay. But again, we must understand that when we are being devoted to Mary, it doesn't mean that we just pray to her. It means that we have to be like her, able to say to the Lord, let it be done to me according to your word, and allow Christ to be born in us. The greatness of Mary is in the fact that when God asked her permission to let his son be born in her, Mary was not just a passive recipient. Mary gave Jesus flesh and bone. Mary gave Jesus his earthly reality. And it's the same for us. We must make sure that within ourselves, in our families, in the workplaces, in the church, everywhere we go, the Christ that we worship must become a reality. We can say all we want that we are Christians. We can stand for whatever it is that we want as a sign that we are Christians. But until and unless we are willing to have Jesus in us, and the very same Christ in us is the one that other people experience, we still have some work to do. Are you with me? So the best way of being devoted to Mary is to be Mary, to be another Mary, willing to live the gospel, trust God to the point of saying, come into my life as a reality, and I'm going to make sure that this spiritual reality becomes concrete in my relationship, in the way I love that person, in the way I minister here, in the way I deal with that issue. Christ must be there, concrete. Amen? How do we do it? How do we do it? I told you, Mary tells us how to. We say yes. But look at today's gospel, we hear that Mary does something that is incredibly important. Incredibly important. And we must find ways in which we have to imitate her because it's paramount, it's important, it's imperative that we do the same. As all those things were happening, meaning the shepherds visiting, the magi, the angels, come on, it was an incredible moment in the life of a family like you well, Luke tells us that Mary was meditating on everything in her heart. How many times I have to tell you, I wasted so many masses. Was going in, I was so concerned that the most important part of the mass was receiving the host that I couldn't care. I was distracted the whole time. But when the Our Father came, there was the signal that communion was coming closer. So I made it. What a shame. But guess what? We must make sure that whenever we hear the Word of God proclaimed to us, we know that Christ is generated in us. We must make sure to do whatever we can 
to grasp, to maintain, to remember what Christ is telling us so that we can meditate the entire week. Let's be honest. We spend one hour here in church, and this hour must compete with the rest of the week out there. Do you really think that the voice of Christ is going to make it from Sunday to Sunday? It's very unlikely unless we find new ways, like Mary, to meditate on the Word every day. And only this way, the Word of God, who is Jesus, becomes more and more real. It's not only like, oh yeah, remember this Jesus thing, this parable, but they become part of our lives. And like Mary, the Word of God in us will become a reality. So people will not only see that we are churchgoers, but they will be able to see there is something more in you. And what that something more is, is Jesus himself. And that is what makes us another Mary here on earth. So, as we continue to pray, we want to thank the Lord that He is going to bless us. And we heard that majestic blessing in the first reading. He's going to bless. We have the full year ahead of us, 365 ways, opportunities to experience God's blessing. And we thank Him already for what is ahead of us. We thank Him for what is behind us. But most especially, we thank Him, we thank him because right here and right now, we have been given the invitation to take Mary as the model, Mary as the teacher, Mary as the mother who intercedes for us, so that all of us, like another Mary, we can have Christ fully present in our midst. And what a great wish that we can give each other for this upcoming year. May Christ really be alive in you and in your family. Don't you think? And now more than ever, we need Christ's concrete presence really felt in our midst. But it means that we not only want to pray for ourselves, for our family, for our friends, but we have to pray for each other as well. So indeed, this will be the church that will be known as the place where Jesus can be felt. Wouldn't it be an awesome reputation to have? The place where we just don't go to church there. We go there because Christ is alive. We have 365 days opportunities to make this a reality. Are we in? Are you taking this challenge with me? Okay, I believe it. Okay. It's like, may I see the contract, please, before I sign it? Yeah. But we, like Mary, Mary said yes to God without really knowing what was in store. Because we know that God is a good Father. And no matter what comes our way, it will always be a sign of His, God, of his will, of His love for us. And with a heart full of grace, renewed with His blessing, we are ready to say to each other, Happy New Year. And may this year be filled with the presence of Christ, that each one of us may be a reflection of our Heavenly Mother, so that she can continue to lead us to a life that is truly full of grace. Well, dear friend, I wish you well and a very happy new year. And I entrust you to the prayer, to the care of our Heavenly Mother. And I hope you will say a prayer for me as well. God bless and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.